Welcome to the Peak One Sports Fight Night Preview, brought to you by the Bungalow Sports Show. That's a mouthful. I'm Cole James Rambo. That's that's Alexis, Alexis. wherever he's going to be on this episode. We're 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 using different software other than Zoom this time to kind of try to alleviate our our frozen face problems we had on the last episode. Um, yeah, I mean, thank Zoom for the free software. We appreciate it, but you know, why have video if the face is going to be frozen and you're just going to hear audio? So we switched like it this up the whole time. Yeah, we're trying exactly. We're trying to be a little professional here, so we're switching it up. Um, the video quality <laughs> might be a little lacking. On this one, because it's the free version. 720p is still good, dude. It's I, still good, like, but I'm a I'm a futuristic boy, and I love it, as, it to get it as crisp as we can. Uh, like kind of off topic, but like anything after 4K, like 4K is just that much better from 1080p, right. and then you can't tell the difference after that. You, yeah, unless you have like robot eyes, you can't tell. And, uh, yeah. and to be honest, my cheap Amazon cameras uh, def- probably aren't pushing as much 1080p as, <laughs> as, as we have access to anyway. So, um, all right, yeah. dude, fight night preview. Last week uh, we had you had a UFC fight night uh, in uh, New Jersey, right? You and yes, then we had we a. Uh, Bellator in France. Picks. Oh yeah, we did. We, we we came out on our picks pretty good. I think we only probably missed two or three picks of all the ones we kind of focused in on last week. Yeah, um, who was it? Um, I think we Musasi lost in Bellator. And the, yeah, Musasi lost in Bellator. Kind of a decisive decision to Fabian Edwards, and then I believe Sorry, we both. Fabian. Uh, yeah, I know. We, were, we we thought you were just the just the brother of a champion, not you know, not capable of it yourself. But maybe You're still you are. In Bellator, though. And now oh, they maybe now, PFL. Yeah, PFL. Well, they announced Fabian Edwards now is going to get a title shot against uh, Johnny El- Elbin, which is their Ooh. their champion. He's the he's the last guy that defeated Musasi for the belt. And then now that Fabian Edwards beat Musasi, he's getting a title shot. And then in that UFC card, which was a pretty solid card, um, yeah, uh, all the way up and down. I think the only one we got wrong on that one was uh, Cody Stammen. Uh, Cody Stammen, yeah. we uh, that was kind of a real close decision. I think they just basically kind of went straight off striking numbers, and that's probably uh, why De, uh, De Silva got the uh, got the nod yeah. in that one. You, you can't really tell what the judges are going to do and like well it happens yeah and and we and if you remember that card i talked a little bit about it on the uh, sports show this week but um the ju- the refing was terrible you know what i oh, mean oh yeah you know you had that you had that women's oh, fight Carlos, where they t- oh yeah they had the women's Go fight ahead. where they was taking away points after the fight was over and the judges got their scorecards back after they already rendered their decision like just chaos because it's just one of those things where no, it wasn't New Jersey. It was North Carolina, and it was one of their first big UFCs. And they used all their own people rather than bringing in the you know the Vegas Commission people like a lot of the smaller um, commissions do. So yeah. they had a bunch of newbies out there refing for the UFC, making mistakes. Well, and then um, who was it? Keith Peterson. Uh, when Carlos Ulberg dropped. Uh, oh no, when Brian Battle was it Brian Battle or Carlos Ulberg dropped. Uh, oh, it was Ehor Prateria. It was, dropped it was Ulberg. Yeah, like Olberg like left and Paterio was still on the floor, and then Keith was like, "All right, it's enough." Well, yeah, like, like well, and if you watch a delayed it, reaction, if you watch the re- the replay, Olberg basically was like, "Stop it, stop it, stop it," and then finally he just got up and walked yeah. away. 
and like basically I'm calling this fight. And then it took so long for the ref to jump in that he all turned around and almost went back to pound him out again because he was just like, "Well, you're still not going to stop it. The guy's not getting up." But oh, we're God. off. We're off to a good start here on the fight night preview, making some picks. So feel free to follow along with us if you want. Um, yeah. Uh, what do we got? Oh, some some news, some MMA news. We might as well cover that happened today. Uh, was uh, Francis Ngannou finally signed a contract. Um, you know what they call the the biggest free agent in MMA finally signed a contract, but <clears throat> he signed it with the PFL, which was to be expected, yeah. I think, from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, he's not fighting until 2024. You know like, what that means? I Dude, I'm, I'm pretty sure they have a plan because right when – Right when I saw that he wasn't going to fight until next year, he's going to do a boxing match. Oh. And when the when Bellator and PFL merge, they're probably going to throw him versus Ryan Bader, which would be a terrible fight because right. Bader's on them vegan roids, right. and he's class wrestler. Well, and that's what I'm saying is in, in – we talk about it, whether it's ring rust, whatever you want to call it, just time away. You can train all you want, but time away from an actual competitive fight that it, it makes a difference. And and Francis Ngano being somebody who, I mean, I guess he's getting a little more well-rounded, but it's like also you got, you, you're wrestling as limited as it was in your last fight. Imagine how limited it's going to be in 2024 when you haven't Dude, even fought anybody in three years. Well, you know? the, the wrestling that we he showcased was against Sirogan. Sirogan right. has no wrestling whatsoever. No, 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 no. Um, and that's so, like when people say they still want to see Ngannou versus John Jones. It's like, why? It's going to be worse than the Cyril Gon fight. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, because it's, it's going to be like a terrible takedown, and then it's just yeah, it's going to be a body yeah. lock and a trip and a and a and a choke. That's it. Bam, yeah. done. Just like Cyril Gon. And I think I think you're right because I think Ngannou's obviously been angling for a big time boxing match, and he'll probably get that within the next, you know, nine months or something like that. And then they're going to yeah. throw him in there with Ryan Bader, who is going to just wrestle the shit out of him and pound him out. Like, that's what's going to yeah. happen. And he's going to sign this big-ass contract, being, you know, the biggest thing in MMA. <clears throat> and then he's going to lose the first fucking fight on the contract. Like, yeah. it's just, I like, wonder if they have, a, a like, a loss clause put in there. Like, if you lose, you're going <laughs> to get docked pay or I something. I mean, they'd be stupid not to. Because as if you're – I mean, I'd imagine that most, you know – CEOs and uh, managers of MMA promotions are pretty big fans of MMA, and um, yeah, if you're if you're a fan of Ngannou just because he he looks like a monster, he's easy to market, and he hits like a ton of bricks. But the you know that's always been the mark of a great heavyweight, and then you get somebody who comes in who can wrestle and grapple, and then they dominate. So to yeah. sign him to such a crazy contract and then wait a year before he even fights. And then most likely, unless you give him a tuna can, he's going to fucking get out-wrestled and beat in his first fight. Yeah. Right? I'm pretty sure some of the PFL fighters like on their roster right now have some legit wrestling, at least. Well, and PFL has a lot yeah. of wrestlers, right? You know, like oh, they, yeah. they, they, uh, you know, the UFC, they tend to try to bring more shine to their strikers because striking obviously makes more gets more casual people excited about fights mm-hmm. and things like that. So when you're talking about super high level wrestlers and grapplers, look at the PFL, look at one FC and a lot of their guys that are top level there 
are high yeah. end on the grappling and Wrestling submission base. sides. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and you know, it. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Ganu. We'll see how I'm, it goes. You know, I'm not excited about it. I'll watch it. Obviously, no. I, I want to see what the, <laughs> what the outcome of the story is. But I don't think it's yeah. a good one for Nganu because also, if you're expecting like fight out this free agent contract outside of the UFC, make some waves, make some money, build your name a little bit more, and then go back to the mm-hmm. UFC. Like that ain't gonna happen when Ryan Bader no, fucks think, you up in I 12 months. I think he's months. done, dude. I, the, I, I'm pretty sure, like. Whatever whatever happens after this is like it's this is like the end of the road. It has um, to be because well, not only I think well, I think and many others think who are like diehard MMA fans that going to boxing is while you're in your MMA career is really terrible for it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my son's playing. I hope it's no, not too loud. But a, um, a couple of dads, yeah, we're dads. talking about fighting. yeah, <laughs> but like. I mean, look at Connor. Like, he was never the same after the boxing match. Right. Well, and that's like we were talking last week about Anthony Smith Smith and just a lot of guys is once their foot gets into the analyst area, once you get into these outside of MMA things, just hang up the MMA gloves because MMA is too difficult. There's too many ways to lose. There's too many things you have to train that when you start putting these other things that you prioritize – in in the mix with it, you just don't have yes. enough time to do what you need to do to stay at the top. And that's um, true. And I think I, w- and I would Ghana, say, oh, go ahead. yeah, no, 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 no. Go, oh, go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, uh, that fight was super sad. <laughs> oh yeah, no, like, well, like yeah, called the fight, but like it was bad. Well, and that's the thing is, in that fight was sad on two on two things that Anthony Smith and uh, uh, Johnny Walker fight last weekend is we called it right. <clears throat> but we called it the fi- we thought he was going to finish and he should have finished Johnny Walker what makes it sad on two fronts is one Anthony Smith is definitely cooked he's done he doesn't need to fight anymore please don't fight anymore and then two you don't even get the shine for Johnny Walker to get excited about his next fight because that's a fight he should have finished right he yeah. should have fucking fi- he should have knocked Anthony Smith out cold especially towards the end of that fight and he or did uh, what is it, TKO stoppage from late exactly. kicks? Exactly. There should have been something. There should have been something that finished that fight. And I think any other light heavyweight in the top five would have finished that fight in the second <laughs> round. You know what I mean? And Johnny Walker yeah. did not. So you can say all you want about the toughness of Anthony Smith, but he's not any tougher than a top five light heavyweight. So then yeah. it comes down to a skill set matchup, and if Johnny Walker can't finish Anthony Smith in 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 that position, then I yeah. I don't see him doing doing shit really. That's true. <clears throat> but yeah. all right, let's uh let's break into this card. We're gonna just do one card for this weekend. Um, it's another UFC fight night. Uh, it's at the Apex Center, Las Vegas. So it's gonna be one of those cool silent cards. Um, yeah, I actually like uh, these a lot better than than the crowd ones. Yeah. Uh, Joey and I were talking about that on the show too. Is that we because we were talking we we were talking about Mark Zuckerberg and his jujitsu medals he won last week, mm-hmm. and uh, how remember when he the Apex is a quiet situation because there's not a big giant crowd, but then that one card where Zuckerberg bought out the whole thing and it was only like three people. It was like oh UFC, yeah yeah. It was like UFC staff and like three of Zuckerberg's friends, so it was like <laughs> ultra silent. 
you know, and I'm like, for a nerd like us, an MMA nerd, like you love it because you get to hear the coaches, you get to hear everything everybody's yeah. saying, you get to hear the sound of the strikes, and you get to hear, you know, we would have, if it was silent in the crowd last week, we would have definitely heard Anthony Smith telling Johnny Walker, you're attacking my family, you're attacking oh, my friend, like... I don't even talk. I talk about that on the show, but it's just like uh, that's another thing. How you know you're done is if you can't yeah. motivate yourself outside of verbally in the middle of the fight, pretending like that guy is attacking your hey, family. Dude, like, yeah, after the first round, dude, Anthony Smith was done. I I was just like, oh, this is so bad to watch. Like yeah. I felt sorry for wanting Anthony Smith to lose. Right. Well, I mean, it is because you see that guy. He, he seems like a nice guy. He he definitely yeah. had a skill set that that was you know good in that division for a while. But you know, age and time and your record catches up to you. And yeah. Anthony Smith has got like sixty fucking fights or some shit like that. You yeah. know. I especially love when like the the lead ups to the fight where the guy's like it's an aging aging fighter. Right. He's got nothing left, and then he just gets, gets dismantled yeah, in the it, worst way. Oh, so yeah, so this week <clears throat> it's another fight night card. Um, this one's headlined by a couple of females. Got some female energy, Mackenzie Dern and Angela Hill. Oh, yeah. Um we won't go over the whole prelim. Uh we'll start we'll start with the headliner on the prelim card, live on ESPN plus. Um and I'm starting with this one, even mm-hmm. though it's uh it's not even a uh you know, it's not really a highly ranked fight, but in the women's strawweight division, I picked this one in my weekly picks uh, last week. And this is okay. Karolina Kovalkiewicz versus Vanessa Demopoulos. Wait, did you pick uh, Pole Dancer Girl? Uh, so that's a, that was my whole thing. Like, so, uh, you know, if I don't know a lot about an athlete or a team or a fighter or anything, yeah. I'm, always, I'm name-based, I'm face-based, and I'm backstory-based. And when you're a damn stripper <laughs> and you're on a tear in the UFC, I can't pick against you. You know, <laughs> and I, De- Vanessa Demopoulos is like her and her mom wrote a book about being a stripper, dude. Like, so uh, <laughs> you got to love it, dude. What do you think? Yeah, about this like, fight? dude, Carolina's showing some like ground ground fights. But dude, Vanessa's always a good dog to back. She's a good dog uh, to back. Dude, and she's like, been like the cash cow ever since she's been into the UFC. Right. Like, dude, she'll she'll take a hit and then take you to the ground. Mm-hmm. And so, just like a stripper, just like I'm a real torn. good stripper. <laughs> um, no, I, I that's a joke, people. That's a joke. I, I you know, I, dude, uh, man, this, this is a tough one because they're both tough. Carolina the has, I, has the now I, a good I, ground game. The way I look at this from like a Carol from Carolina Kovacavich's side is like she's had her, she had a title run already, like where she got, or a, you know, a a run mm-hmm. to a title shot, right? And even though the women's divisions are a little bit thin, I mean, when you think about somebody making a run, getting to a title shot, losing that title shot, and then going to the back of the line and then making it there again, it's very rare. There's only very, a few yeah. fighters, you know, your Robert Whitakers, your, you know, few guys who have been able, you know, go get back and fight, whether yeah. it's the same champion or a different champion. In MMA, it's so hard to get that title shot, lose, go to the back of the line, and then get get back, right? Yeah. And I think this is going to be a fight where either this is going to show that Carolina is going to be one of those fighters where she's constantly going to be there ready for a title mm-hmm. shot at any time, 
or this is going to show where Vanessa Demopoulos is more than just a cool story and a cool personality and that because yeah. um, <laughs> Well, I mean, she is, you know, yep. she's, jump, yeah, she's yeah. jumping in Rogan's arms after the, you know, in yeah. the fight interviews. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. She's, she's very uh, Michael Bisping's arms. Right. It's, it's. Uh, okay. So, okay. So like, I can't like, I've always been like backing her up. So it, like, you just ride it till it falls off. I'll take right. Vanessa. Yeah. I'm taking her in that one too. And I, only because I think it's kind of one of those, it's her time kind of a fights, right? Yeah. Like, and Carolina, although she's a fantastic kickboxer, um, you know. I think she, if she gets, if this turns into a wrestling, a ground fight, I think Demopolis just, just makes yeah, it dirty, she's super strong, ground and pound, and just you know out positioning her. Is strong dude, right? You exactly. Hold of your hands and the pole grip just takes over. Yep, that's it, man. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, moving on to the main card. We got a lightweight bout between Michael Johnson and Diego Fajeda. Um, just a couple of couple of journeymen right here. You know what I mean? And yeah. Um, is I mean gonna be a good fight. Michael Johnson is rarely in bad fights, whether he wins or loses. Um, uh, same thing with Diego Fajardo, but uh, again, two guys who I just don't think they have it in them to get to a title shot. You know, Michael Johnson's been yeah. around for a long time now since the you know his time on the Ultimate Fighter, and he's very talented guy. It's just one of those guys who's winning streak, winning streak, get to the cusp, lose, go all the way down. Yeah, get down. Hmm. Um, Diego Fajeda, they're they're both they both got some shoddy like past couple fights. Yeah, that's what I mean. So. They're they're kind of those guys who they'll win two or three in a row. They're trade wins yeah. and losses. Just straight journey. I'm pretty dude. sure. Yeah, they're they're even with the with ground capabilities. Although right. I think Michael Johnson has the edge in striking. Yeah, Michael Johnson's background. got he's got a box he's got great boxing and kind of a more unorthodox kind of you know real lot of movement in his style and things like that. So I think no matter what, this fight is going to be a good one to kick off the card because I think it'll it'll be a, an interesting fight if nothing good else. Old slugfest, right? Good old slugfest. Um, next one we got we got a couple real names. We got we might take a while <laughs> trying to pronounce these names here. All right, we got uh the. <laughs> <laughs> Andre Fihayo? Uh No, not there yet. We got oh. Vishalov Borshev. Oh, uh, Slava the, Claus. Yes. That's, yeah. And uh, then we've got uh, Masahate. Masahate. Mas, Ma, Mahashate. It, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's Chinese. So do they say the SH? Mahashate. Uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> We we all know Slava Claus, like he had his coming out party and all that stuff. Let's see, we got this guy's. Oh, this is tailored. Uh, so I was just trying to see if he had like a good wrestling background because I don't know this fighter. Yeah, at it, all. It, he 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 tried to just give us the one name to make it easy on us, but the one name is still impossible to say. So yeah, nickname, um, bro. Uh, well, you know, I'm gonna I, I I gotta go with the Ruski on this. These are a couple American enemies right here. All right, we got China versus Russia, so I got no skin in the game on this one. <laughs> okay, but I'm gonna go Russia because when all else fails, you go Russia in the fight yeah. when you're picking, right? Because hmm. yeah, there's so okay, so there's two because Borshev they're pretty even in fights. And I've yeah, I've seen Borshev fight, and I've I've seen and and that guy's that guy's got major potential. So 
I mean, being that uh, not a whole lot's known about his opponent here from the land of uh, orange chicken. Of orange chicken, the Mandarin. You know, you know. Honestly, um, he does have one win with triangle choke. Uh, most of them are decisions, like loss or he hasn't been knocked out. Um, so if he does have a stint of wrestling, um, it might be a problem for Borshev. Unless he's fixed his last problem when he fought Mac, uh, right, Dikaisi or, but here's Dixie the thing with Borshev: even if you're a striker, if you're from Russia, somebody's wrestled you before. So yeah. I think uh, I'm I'm still going I'm I'm still going with Borshev on this one. Um, okay, and, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go opposite. I'm gonna take you're gonna t- you're gonna take I'm gonna take the red China the Chinese bad boy all right the Chinese bad boy next fight is gonna be a real good fight and that's a welterweight bout between Andre Fialo and Joaquin Buckley um Joaquin Buckley you may remember if you're a cash fan uh he he did a pretty cool knockout one time uh the the what is it the only strong well, no it's a spin kick Look like well yeah he, guy grab yeah guy grab he he threw a kick guy grabbed it. He jumped up and spun kicked with the other guy holding his fucking hand. I'm trying to figure, find, or remember what movie that was on. <laughs> I remember watching a movie like that movie, one of those 90s karate movies when oh, I was yeah. a kid, and like that, that move was in there. Straight up movie move, and it's not, you go look it up. Go look up Joaquin Buckley Knockout. It'll be the first thing that comes up. Kanye tweeted it, put it in a music video and shit. Like, yeah. it was a big deal when it happened. But Joaquin Buckley has had mixed uh, mixed results since then. Um, yeah. Andre Fialo, this man has won me some money, so I'm very partial to him. Um, uh, He was in a real big parlay of mine one time that, you know, made me think I was an expert <laughs> MMA better. And uh, <laughs> he's just – he's a fantastic stand-up fighter. This is going to be a stand-up, you know, stand-up battle. Yeah. Because um, uh, Joaquin Buckley, I mean, I'm sure he can wrestle. I'm sure they can both wrestle, but they're both going to go out there and just try to just smash each other's faces in. I I just hope Andre's pretty good because he got not, he's got he been knocked out twice. He's been knocked out twice. Fight. This is kind of a get-back fight for him because it's kind of yeah. like here's Joaquin Buckley. This is another guy. Joaquin Buckley, because he's already got the shine because of that knockout. People know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, UFC is going to keep giving him names because they want to. They want to. They want people to watch him, and they he can bring mm-hmm. people in to a fight card. Um, but they know that you know Andre Fialo probably you know on paper he's the more skilled fighter, the guy who yeah. should, who should do better. But this is kind of like Andre Fiala. Okay, are you are you done now that you've been knocked out a couple times? And then it's Joaquin <laughs> Buckley. Are you more than just that spin kick? Um, so this is kind of a this is a they're both they're both gatekeepers for each other. I think in this fight yeah. right here, I'm gonna go with Fihalo because I mean even though Joaquin has has a cup like he's still been winning like I think the past couple fights they weren't right. like decisive right I mean he seemed kind of tentative even though th- th- that was like part of his game plan like you can tell when when you're still progressing and your game plan is the last right. fight when you're still like successful and all that and it just wasn't really impressive but right I saw and, the last two fights and uh and Fial- is not a guy who's gonna let you sit back you know what I mean yeah and 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 and, and kind of do a real tentative game plan he's just he's gonna go out there and get in your face so if you're trying to sit back for the first round and and download some information for the second round you're not gonna really have that chance because he's just gonna come at you 
and we may have a quick knockout like like in that uh in that Brian Battle fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could see this fight ending in a quick knockout either either way because I think it's going to come out and be a dog fight. Either either both guys are going to come out tentative cuz Joaquin wants to be more responsible and Fialo doesn't want to get knocked out. So it could either oh, be like geez. 3 rounds of feeling <laughs> each other out, you know what I mean? I feel like that that's the that thoughts or that mindset for Fihalo is overruled because I mean when he got knocked out the first time I was like oh shit like it was right. pretty bad and he was he was winning mm-hmm. in the round before he got knocked out right right and then the second second time he went out it was pretty much the same thing so I pretty much think he's like just balls to the wall yeah that, that that button's been pushed and it can't be unpushed yeah. now yeah so yeah. Joaquin Buckley definitely the guy to test that button um Next up, we got some more female energy. Uh, this is a catchweight bout, so that just means neither of these ladies could make weight um, yeah. in time. Uh, but we, uh, come on, the green girls do it every every week. They're always making weight. Yeah, every yeah. day they make weight. <laughs> Dana, Dana's weighing them in. He like yeah. they, have, they have to text him their morning weight. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, we got Dude, Emma- like uh, oh god no, no 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 yeah, no no we'll, go ahead we'll, go ahead no because like um. Well, going back to like the Francis Ngannou when they're talking about like um, like the hardship and all that stuff, I'm like, right. dude, like they have the hardest job. They they can't get fat. Right. They don't. There's no cut and weight. No one. No one's saying on anything weight. about the ring girls. Oh no, they mentioned he mentioned the ring girls get paid more than fighters. I'm like, dude, they're there for every single fight, event, pretty much every event. Maybe every one fight. or two missing. Yeah. But like, yeah, like pretty much like they're there three, four times, three, two times a month. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They're, yeah, you have you no know. argument in that, buddy. Um, but uh, so this one is going to be uh, representing the U.S. Emily Decote uh, versus Lupe Godinez from Mexico. Who I'm a big fan of Lupe, just because uh, I love that name. I tell you, I'm a name guy, and uh, <laughs> and uh, but no, she's also a very impressive fighter. Um, I believe this. I believe they're both Bantam. Not against. Not against um, Angela Hill. Right. Which I remember there was a past podcast that we went when I saw them when I saw her fight um, Angela Hill in San Diego. Right. Um, everybody in the front row had Lupita on on their parlays. Right. And then when she lost, it was like fuck. <laughs> well, and I mean, that's true. Uh, but I mean, <laughs> Angela Hill's in this main event, so I guess the, yeah. the lineup makes sense. But um, this is just another one of these fights where. I mean, again, it's just the women's the women's divisions yeah. are so hard to like really, really nail down because like the the skill sets are all over the place, you know. Yeah, uh, I but mean, it, it, I'm pulling for Lupe. They can, this one. yeah, I'll take Lupe as well. She has she has a an amazing ground game, which right. she didn't show that last fight, which I don't know why she didn't, but it could be the her training in Canada too. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Canadians, we'll, man. <laughs> we'll see. Um, Emily Deco, I'm sure she's got a, a good, she's got the face of a wrestler. Um, yeah. so, uh, this might end up being a pretty decent ground fight. You know what I mean? Hopefully we'll get some yeah. good transitions, some good rolls out. I of learned it. my lesson. I stopped picking these. I'll just watch these fights for how they come. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, <laughs> I mean, they always, how many times, have we had a good parlay where everything's going right the whole night, and then the one woman's fight that is on the parlay just fucks us because we're just like, why yeah. did that happen? Like, you, there's no yeah. rhyme or reason for some of the things that happen in women's MMA. But 
I digress. Moving yeah. on to the uh, co-main event, middleweight bout between Edmund Shabazian and Anthony Hernandez. Um, Edmund Shabazian, another one of these guys with the uh, too much too soon story. We've been talking about that a lot lately. Is that yeah. he came out with a bang and knocking people out, and he's trained by uh, trained by uh, uh, he's trained by Ed, the other Edmund, right? He's trained by Ronda oh, Rousey's no. trainer. Really? No, that's where he started. Right? Couture. Oh, okay, I think. Oh, yeah, that's right. That is right. Yeah, yeah. No, because yeah, yeah, he he's out. Armenian. He's Armenian. All the Armenians train with that's that right. guy, dude. And oh, and yeah, after that's he. Right. He took that first loss because I think they they shot him right up to a fight night main event in like his third fight or his fourth fight, and he got worked. Oh, and he just got starched. Yeah. <laughs> and then after I that fight is when he switched to Extreme Couture, right? And and it, yeah. you you and I talked about this last week when it comes to like John Kavanaugh fighters and the Edmund fighters and the, yeah. and, the and the coaches of super duper famous fighters. It's like you don't always know if it's the coach or the fighter. And a lot of times it's the fighter. It's not the coach. So then people yeah. go and want to be trained by that guy, but it's nothing special, right? They had a guy who no. had something special. And uh, yeah, it was hope- like the right, I don't know. It was just like the right mix or whatever. Right. There so, are some coaches that, that make you great, but right. A lot of like those random that pop out of nowhere are pretty much just like the right, right Well, right that's mix the thing, the especially right in a situation like Ronda Rousey, it was like Ronda Rousey was going to be great no matter if I coached her, you know what yeah. I mean? Like she would have the same career trajectory. If you there and was like I three were in her wi- corner, <laughs> three women in the women's division or like the fights, you know, like, right. And just, was... and, and everything else was her history and her attitude. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she could arm bar anybody for, for the time being. And then once she, once everybody caught on to that, then it was over. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. it wasn't a, it wasn't a coaching thing that got her there. And yeah. I think Edmund made the smart choice about uh, bouncing out to Extreme Couture because obviously that's a gym that pumps out a ton of successful fighters. Um, but honestly, I think Anthony Hernandez takes this one. Uh, Did, was it the last fight that we watched Anthony Hernandez where he just bounced around and ate shots? He, he did, and and I I just I think I'm just not that impressed with Edmund Shabazian. And I think Anthony Hernandez, he showed a lot of promise. And then that last fight, it was just – No. No? Oh, no. He beat Marc-Andre. Maybe that was someone else. Hmm. I'm trying to see. Yeah. No, that wasn't him. Who who was Anthony Hernandez's last fight? Anthony Hernandez's last fight was Marc-Andre Barrial. Oh, yeah, there we go. And he won him by a triangle right choke. Yeah. Right. He won it in triangle choke. Yeah. Okay. Oh, shoot. Who, I didn't even there's know I another... could push on this. So we got yeah, Anthony no... Hernandez. He's got one win by knockout, seven wins by submission, five first-round finishes. That's what he's got yeah. going on. Okay. And going on. I'm going to go out on a this. limb, and I'm going to say he uh, he taps out Edmund Shabazian in this fight because – uh, I think Edmund's going to go out there kind of like he always does, and he wants to get that big knockout. You know what I mean? He wants yeah. to get a big knockout, and uh, and I, I just don't think it's going to happen. I think he's one of those guys who's just going to constantly be getting taken down and then struggle on the ground, and unless he can defend it, he may get may get choked out. Yeah, I, you know. Okay, so what? Okay, what kind of choke? Oh, uh, that re- I'm going rear naked. Rear naked. Yeah. I can see Shabazzian rushing in or going in for a knee, doing something flashy, getting taken down from it. 
Oh, oh yeah, okay. And then trying to scramble immediately gives up his back. Go to scramble, gives go. up his back like a like your like a normal striker would. Um, and then uh, <laughs> and then getting getting rear naked choke. Well, well, Edmund's at home screaming head movement. Yeah, <laughs> armbar, armbar him, armbar. He's on my back, armbar. Um, uh, go for the. Arm. <laughs> Yeah. All right, yeah. That was so Anthony funny. <laughs> I forgot about the Edmund head movement thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. And for those it's of like you, head movement. inside joke oh, is Ronda Rousey towards the tail end of her career when she got blasted out by a few different females. Amanda no, Amanda Nunes was the worst one. It was Amanda She's Nunes like, and, yeah. and Holly Holm both knocked her out. But the Amanda Nunes one was just incredible because <laughs> Edmund's in the corner yelling, <laughs> head movement, head movement, and her head moves right into a fucking <laughs> – Right into a fist. <laughs> um, oh, it's so bad. Yeah. But yeah uh, okay. So Anthony yeah. Hernandez. All right. I think naked. Anthony Hernandez. Okay. Main event straw weight bout. Um, Mackenzie Dern versus Angela Hill. Um, Mackenzie Dern. Obviously, again, she's got the name. As far as like, she, she's got the name. She's got the looks. She's got everything yeah. you're looking for. She yeah. Except striking, right? So. <laughs> She's and world- takedowns and right. takedowns. She's one of the only like <laughs> jujitsu phenoms that cannot take down anybody. For Don't tell Crone Gracie that, dude. He'll 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 be like, I'll never take anyone down. <laughs> I'm just gonna wait down here until they yeah. come on until they drop on top of me. I'm like that wait. Simpsons episode, like crawl on me, crawl in my guard, meet right. your doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. It's it's uh, she's Mackenzie Dern. She's 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 one. So far, so we really can't say yeah. too much shit. But Angela Hill's definitely going to test her striking acumen because that's Angela Hill's bread and butter right there. And I would say Angela Hill trains with Carl, right? So we we are. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a bias pick. Oh, I, I already. I, this is another one I picked on my picks of the week, and I picked Angela Hill um, mostly because I enjoy her as a person. She used to be a frequent mm. guest on a podcast I used to listen to called The Bone Zone, uh, and um. Yeah, she seems like a cool chick. I like her fighting style. Um, obviously, she's not the most real, well-rounded. Um, she's she's went back and forth uh, from yeah. wins and losses, usually losing against grapplers and things like that. But if it's a stand-up fight, she's going to hang in there with anybody. And we know Mackenzie Dern doesn't want to stand up and fight, so it's going to be a battle no. of can Dern get her down and can Hill connect? You know? Yeah. Well, if you if you look at Hill's last fight with Loopy. Loopy is like a pretty good wrestler, um, and there was no wrestling in that fight. Right, right. Stuffed every takedown. Right. Kept her on their feet. Dern has no takedowns. Right. Um, so that that the could only be the story striking of this that fight. she's won a fight uh, or against girls that don't even fight in the UFC anymore. Right. Well, I so, think I think the story of this fight's going to be this. It's going to be, um. How much of it's either going to end in a, a a TKO finish for Angela Hill, or we're mm. going to find out that Mackenzie Dern can do a real good Anthony Smith impression and just get her ass beat for three? <laughs> because, like you just said, if Lupe Godinez couldn't take down Angela Hill for three yeah, rounds, that's right. Mackenzie Dern's not going to take her down, right? No, and um, yeah, and and for her for Mackenzie Dern's game plan to work, it's got to be on the ground. And I think yeah. Angela Hill has buttoned up that side of her game enough to where, yeah, she's not going to be a, a jujitsu phenom, but if you can keep yourself on the standing, then you can keep yourself in the area where you have the advantage. 
so I follow both of them on Instagram and Angela Hills like man like that's striking like those combinations are amazing right and then every time I see Dern hit pads on Instagram it's like oh my god well that's, and that's she the looks beauty good doing of it, it. that's I mean, the beauty like, is like <laughs> the, the, the evolution of women's MMA specifically right is like yeah 10 years ago everybody in women's MMA pad striking looked like Mackenzie Dern i.e. Yeah. Ronda Rousey ruled the roost, right? But yeah. as soon as you brought in the Holly Holmes, as soon as you bring in the fighters like Angela Hill and these, and, and you got these specialists on the feet, you can tell a difference. Yeah, if you ever want to yeah. know what a fight's going to look like, because <clears throat> remember this, when you're watching MMA, if you're, when, if you're a cash, if you're a casual fan, and you're trying to get a, a, a good idea of what a fight's going to look like, go to their Instagram pages, go to the, follow these fighters. Every MMA fight starts standing up, right? So there's no way around having a stand-up fight, at least until you can get somebody to the ground, right? Yeah. So if there is such a discrepancy in the in the mitt work, in the pad work yeah. for a fighter, you can see what the be- at least the beginning of the fight is going to look like. And when you watch the difference between Mackenzie Dern and Angela Hill's pad work and their tra- stand-up training – you can't tell me that Angela Hill is not going to connect on some of those strikes before Mackenzie Dern has a chance to wrap her arms around her and try to at least take her down, which again, I don't think yeah. is going to happen. I don't, she may no. get in and get a body lock. She may dive in for a takedown and grab a leg, but I think, I think Angela Hill is going to be able to keep it standing and she's going to put combos together and she's just going to piece. She's either going to piece her up in a three round dominant thing or get a TKO. Yeah. All Angela Hill. I, I mean, so. unless Mackenzie Dern finally learns takedowns, which I highly doubt. I, I highly know. doubt I, it, man. I, I haven't seen <laughs> I haven't seen takedown reels from Mackenzie Dern. It's always just like, oh, look at me hitting pads, and it's just terrible. Well, it's just it's it's uh, a it's a. I've been saying it all week since Crone's fight, dude. It is a changing of the guard time in MMA yeah. where you can no longer even be kind of a specialist. You have to be yeah. all in. In all the fields, right? And it doesn't mean at you least have just two. At least just two, right? You need to be like uh, you need to have you need to have defense and legit the stuff wrestling, you're not going to get good at wrestling. You need something in wrestling, and you need definitely something in striking. Well, right, and like if you're a Mackenzie Dern or a Crone Gracie, where literally your only chance to finish the fight is on the ground, like you have to have good enough striking yeah. to open up takedowns, to open up hey, opportunities. Yeah. He had three years, man. I know. Three that's years. the crazy part where he had three years and he almost looked worse this time than he did in his yeah. last fight. <laughs> Charles Jardine is no slouch, but he's not. No, like but he's top. not Cub Swanson. No. You know what I mean? And like, it's just, it's, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I, I like Mackenzie Dern. I, I like the fact that people get mad at her because sometimes she speaks with a English accent and sometimes she speaks with a Portuguese accent and everybody yeah. <laughs> she's like the Madonna of the UFC where it's just like what? You what are you fucking English or are you fucking Brazilian? Yeah. <laughs> Pick one. What happens, right? She 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 lived over there for right. like of course. you know a couple uh, and like Well, she's the I daughter. Know, like, it's weird. She 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 should be like switching back sometime soon but right that accent's not well, leaving. maybe she does have it have it back she's just not doing it well she's i mean like, anybody gonna... who is around people who speak multiple languages you realize that if it only takes a, a few days or even a day or a couple hours of hanging around people with a certain accent 
that if you, you speak start. that language, you start on that. And then you come back to the States and you're hanging around all Americans for a while. And then you cut because you speak that language as well. Then you start taking on that accent, those affectations. Um, so if you're not bilingual, yeah. stop commenting on her accent. Okay. <laughs> it's not, I, easy. I, I joke about it too. Um, <laughs> but, but like the thing is she's like surrounded, like back then when she was like a teen, like destroying like jujitsu worlds and stuff like right, that, right. she was probably like, one of two Brazilians, maybe right. like one of the two families that were here. Right, right. So like, yeah, of course she adopted the American accent. But I mean, she's got, she's got, she's got names. She's got Brazil. She's got a lot of shit behind her, a lot of hype behind her. But a lot of times that ends in disaster, and it sucks because Angela Hill, for all of her exploits, you know, she's still kind of a journey woman. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? Yeah. Uh, I mean, is she you gonna know, get a title oh, shot? Who knows? I don't think so. I I think like her setback though in in her like trajectory in the UFC, like her setback was a little bit lower than what it is now because when she had her setback, like what she it was Verna, Verna Jandaroba, right? Uh, and that Jandaroba was not even like top fifteen, right? I I don't think so. Maybe she is now, but like when they were after fighting, her last fight, wasn't. I think she's top fifteen. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, she took the setback early in her trajectory. So, I think now she's fighting higher-level competition right. and coming out on top. Yeah. So, whatever she's doing is working. I, it's I, not like yeah. she, like, rose and then I just hope – I back. hope for a good fight. I do hope, though. I hope Angela Hill – because Mackenzie Dern's got that top 10 ranking. And at 14, Angela Hill, if she can decisively beat Mackenzie Dern, she's going to be top 10 next week. And, uh, you know, maybe finally get a title shot of some sort. Um, and yeah. let's get, let's get all strikers up in this, yeah. up in this straw weight. Let's division. do it. Let's do let's it. Let's do it. All right. Dude. Well, that's our card for this coming up week. We only got the one. Um, I mean, there is some other yeah. shit going on around the combat sports world. We've got what Devin Haney versus Lomachenko is a boxing match happening this weekend. Um, eh. but again, can't do it, man. Yeah, yeah, boxing is just one of those things where I'll only watch boxing now if it's a fucking spectacle. <laughs> like I don't, I don't yeah. even care about the real boxing matches. I'll watch Jake Paul fight. <laughs> like I'm one of those guys. Oh yeah, Jake. Isn't isn't Jake Paul Nate Diaz mm-hmm. pretty soon? Dude, I was watching that. Oh. They had a press conference, right? It's so fucking funny, right? Because like Nate Diaz, obviously he's part of the promotion, part of the because you know he's mm-hmm. got his money in on this fight, right? And they're fighting in Texas, okay. And they have the press conference, and Nate Diaz is up there talking shit about how nobody's at the press conference, how it's a whack-ass press conference and all this stuff. And Jake Paul's just <laughs> laughing. He goes, you realize you threw this press conference, right? Like, Jake Paul's just like, what are you talking? You're talking shit about your own team because this was your guys who put this shit together. Uh... And then <laughs> also on to- uh, uh, working against Nate Diaz is it's in Texas. Uh, guess what's super illegal oh, yeah. in Texas still? Oh, yeah. Weed. weed. Yeah. And guess who's high 24-7? Nate Diaz. Yeah. So how's, Diaz. how are we going to get around those drug tests? I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. It's a spectacle boxing fight. Who gives a shit if they're smoking weed or doing yeah. steroids or any of it? But they're still getting drug tested. They're getting VADA drug tested, I believe. Yeah. And Nate, I wonder I wonder if they're going to switch it over to an exhibition match. I hope because it's just like what? Why? Who cares about the drug testing? But then because – you know, I know Jake Paul fancies himself as being like a real professional boxer now, but it's also mm-hmm. like Nate Diaz isn't a professional boxer, so why make it? No. Why make it a big deal to have this be professional boxing ranked drug? You know, all the same testing yeah. and everything else, especially when we're talking about weed and it just happens to be where they're having it 
has a problem with weed. Um, but I just find it funny that, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll ride with the Diaz's all day just cause they're such local there. You know, I say local guy all the time. That usually just means California person, but they're literally right down the road. Well, they're, they're 209. You know what sure. I mean? 209 for life. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll always ride with them, but nobody ever said they were scholars. You know what I mean? So no. you're off to a rocky start, Nate, with the com- complaints about the press conference that you threw and then complaints about the drug <laughs> testing that you chose the venue. <laughs> what, didn't um, uh, Jake Paul had that, that guy that – what is the betting dude from Bet – um, from his that, thing, um, better. I'm a boxer. Better, yeah. Like B E T R is the is Jake Paul's betting site. Yeah, and he he did. I don't know. That seems like a spectacle. That seemed like somebody. Yeah, put that him seemed up like it was it. staged on. They had a guy, yeah. some fucking mongoloid like, out in the stupid? crowd, you know, challenging <laughs> Nate Diaz to a fight and stuff. And it's just like whether this was a joke or this was for social media or whatever. Nate Diaz is posse. They don't care about yeah. social media. They don't care about your content. They don't care about your clicks. If you talk shit, he comes from the number one worst city in America. I there's well, probably I think I think maybe one of the top four. Yeah, you probably. know, Oakland and Stockton traded the murder rate for a lot. You know, national murder rate for a lot, yeah. a lot of years when we were growing up. But I mean, I could I I could probably walk down the street here and find somebody had tagged "talk shit get hit" <laughs> on a brick wall somewhere, and so. Same here, my house. Too, no, and so. fucking just going out there like a fucking I, I don't know, out there with his muscular dystrophy, talking shit to fucking yeah. <laughs> Nate yeah, Diaz. Uh, that, Not a that good idea. Clip was so absurd. I had to like take a deep dive into this guy, and like once I found out, I was like, because everybody was like the stupid reporter or whatever. He worked for better. And, uh, He's a. He, it was a plant, yeah. dude. Like tied tied to Jake Paul, and I was like, oh, he did that on like. They did it as a joke. Well, especially if they did have completely backfired. If they did have such a bad uh, turnout for the press conference and all that, they need all the all the clicks they can get, you know. So, yeah. I think that was one of those things. But we'll talk about that fight when it gets closer. But yeah, not not a whole lot going on in the combat sports world this weekend. So watch that uh, fight night uh, live from the Apex Center on uh, on Saturday. And uh, shit, dude, that's been another preview. Yep. Thank you for joining me again, Alexis. Uh, you guys get in yeah, these. No problem. Get in these comments. All right, we got some comments. Oh, we should we should we should redo our picks so we can like keep track. Oh. We're like all right. So so we have, or or just say we got Angela Hill, Angela Hill, uh, Hernandez, Anthony, Anthony Hernandez, Hernandez, Lupe Godinez, yes, uh, Andre Fijalo. Andre Fialo, uh, Borshev, Yes, and, Borshev and Demopoulos. And Demopoulos. Did we pick a, a Michael Johnson? I think we didn't pick a winner on that one because that one. No, we just we just glossed over that one. We're just like, eh. Yeah, that one's too up in the air <laughs> to pick one on that one. But um, I think it's going to be a pretty good card. I mean, uh, yeah. we're degenerate, so we even like boring fights. So I have a hard time when people complain about fights at all because I'm just like, well, at least we get to watch something. Um yeah. But uh, yeah, so Dude, every weekend it's amazing. It is. It's all the time. That's like now that we're doing yeah. these like card previews, I'm like, okay, when's there going to be a week when there is no card? And I'm like, well, <laughs> there's usually like one week every two months that the UFC doesn't have one, so we're pretty much covered there. The, and then when they don't, the somebody week else you, has uh, one. the week you told me to uh, ask me to come on here was the off week, right? Right, right. But it, yeah, so but it still we, turned out to be a pretty good card. It, yeah. you know? Oh, the week. Oh, you mean the week before that was so the, the week when you told me? Yeah, when you when you asked me to be a guest and possibly you know <laughs> hell do yeah breakdowns with you. All right. Well, another one in the books. Yeah. Uh, I hope you guys found this informational and uh, 
uh, go make your picks, and we'll talk to you next week. Later.